want to get to him, you got to go through me. And me. Me too. Very well. Shut up and three fit more popcorn. Shut up and three fit more popcorn. Waka waka, motherfuckers. Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. Today's episode is finally gonna get into Spider-Man 3. After all that fucking hiatus, not doing what I said I was gonna do. So, sit back, relax, pour you something to drink, light up a smoke, and enjoy the episode after a word from our sponsor. Hello, America. I represent the people behind Purple Chew to bring you another medical miracle from the fine people of Pfizer. It's called Olive Herga Medical Ointment. It's actually an antibacterial ointment you can put on scrapes, cuts, and burns. Don't believe me? Here are some satisfied customers, or at least one. You know, working on a ranch, it's, it, it's tough. Sometimes you, you, you cut yourself and whatnot, get hung up on the fence, doing little fence repairs and whatnot. I cut myself on my arm, not too deep, but you know, deep enough. And my coworker here, Julio, told me to try some olive verga oil. Put that shit on there, slap it. Say olive verga. Next thing you know, woke up the next morning, it was healed. The damn cut was closed and all kinds. It was amazing. I asked him, how, how, how the hell did that work so well? He said, it, it only works when you say olive verga out loud. So, I tip my hat to you, Julio. There you go, people. Another satisfied customer. But remember, you gotta slap the wound and say, Alabama, real loud, or the magic won't happen. You can get this ornament at all your local CVS, Walgreens, and local pharmacies. Or, the backwoods, under the table, pawn shop. Have a good night, America. Waka waka, motherfuckers. Welcome back to another episode of the eh, wouldn't say famous the low key podcast that I host talk about uh, on the regular on Twitter and everything else shut up and refill my popcorn if you don't know who I am my name is Nicho aka Joseph Joey Jose whatever you want to say Nietzsche 287 on Twitter, at Shut Up, uh, at Shut Up Popcorn on Twitter is the official um, show account, okay? And if you're wondering why this episode sounds a little fucking weird, it's because I am live on Twitch as I speak, looking into the camera, looking down at the floor at my feet, trying to broaden different brought in my horizons usually i sit in my truck talk about the episode hit record or stop the recording then uh, start making the sausage uh, this time's gonna be a little different i've been teasing spider-man 3 for months for months i've been teasing that i'm gonna do this episode i never fucking do it i do something else 
that I've teased prior or anything. Um, if you haven't seen it, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm going off memory. If you don't want to hear me talk about something or like if I forget to bring up something not obvious from this movie, you know why. It's not fresh in my head. I've seen it numerous times. I'm going from memory. And if you think I'm hosting a game show because of my microphone, you are correct, sir. I put a little fuzzy on my mic. See? Damn, it's looped up. See? So, previous episodes, I've noticed a lot of blowback from me. Hopefully, this helps. And if it doesn't, shoot me a text on, or shoot me a text, shoot me a tweet at Shut Up Popcorn. Say, hey, motherfucker, I heard your breath more than I wanted to. Shut the fuck up and get to the point. Shut up and refill some motherfucking popcorn. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, this episode is being streamed. That's the word. And I'm, you're going to notice I have a light. And I'm going to Jedi mind trick that shit. Because if, you, if you're at home listening to this or whatever, if you're listening to this the audio version, you're not seeing my beautiful mug. Look at this. Need it. Scruffing in it. Got a little, got a little hat on. Got my, my, earphone, my earphones on. Got a microphone fuzzy. Uh, and I got a light in the corner. Of my studio. Um, so let's get to it, man. What I wanted, again, this is being a visual for anybody who's watching this and uh, the stream, watching the stream, or if you're just not even, if you watch it later on, because I'm going to save it, I'm going to record it, I'm going to put it somewhere else. I'm going to put it on Patreon, you know, and uh, if you're a joint Patreon for a buck, you get all this crazy content or whatever that I put out there. Just me being me, being silly. All the mini souls that I talk about. But that's at the end of this episode. I plug all that shit at the end of this episode. Patreon, you know, it's just a buck. Give me a dollar. Yeah, give me a dollar, you know what I'm saying? Uh, What was that? Give me a dollar. Oh, see? If you're watching at home, oh, dropping everything. Got this little contraption here. It's a Zoom Pod Track, probably the coolest piece of equipment I've purchased, and that's why I plug Patreon so much. I'm trying to get paid from this. I'm, that's why I shield Patreon, I shield Teespring, all that shit. Because I'm trying to reimburse myself from what I paid to do this thing, this hobby, if you might say. You're a dumbass. You know it is what it is, bro. So, nonetheless. Boom, see? That's a t-shirt at Teespring Store. Put mask at the promo code, and then you get, like, what, 25% off your order. Thinking about you guys, whoever you are in internet land. Hopefully you're not, you know, I don't know. I'm a cute motherfucker, but I don't roll that way, you know what I'm saying? Ladies, if you want to, I don't mind, you know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, we're going to talk about Spider-Man 3. God. Damn it. Probably the first franchise to revamp itself a number of fucking times. Sam Raimi, if you don't know who that gentleman is, you do not enjoy cinema. 
Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, The Army of Darkness. Uh, oh my god, what was the one uh, with the crazy grandma? This was right after this one. See? I'm not, I'm aiming from the hip. I'm, I'm shooting from the hip. Damn, I, I fucked that up too. Sam Raimi directed the first Spider-Man trilogy. And be this was 2000, it began 2002. Uh, before that, the f- X-Men was the first really comic. Started the boom of the new millennium. But we all know previous to that was Blade. You had all the Batman movies. Uh, previous to that was, of course, Superman. And, oh my god, if you want to ask, what was the very first superhero movie? I'm going to have to say it had to be the Incredible Hulk movies back in the day. You know, like the the trial of the Incredible Hulk and then the death of the Incredible Hulk, which, oh my god, to this day, I was like, as a kid, I watched it on sci-fi and I was like, oh no, how did he die? He just fell out of a helicopter. And then now he's like, the motherfucker just fall pass out wake up like two minutes later oh, me hulk me run and go get some pancakes so <laughs> uh like i said san raimi directed the first spider-man trilogy with tommy mcguire as peter parker Kristen dunce as mary jane watson and in this movie we finally get introduced to uh gwen stacy who is probably the first love interest of uh, Peter Parker before Mary Jane Watson comes into the picture. Uh, she is played by one, um, the daughter of Ron Howard. Her name is oh Sam oops, Sam, uh, not Sam. Her name is her name was uh, Bryce uh, Dallas Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. I think I'm, I'm mixing those motherfuckers up, and because she's got she's got one of those three, three named uh, names. But her dad is, uh, you know, I was gonna say Dopey, Opie from <laughs> Andy Griffith Show, and of course um, from Happy Days. And as I'm looking at my computer, I am seeing yes, Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, now, if you, I know. If you're a fan of comic book movies, as I am myself, uh, you've probably seen the first two Spider-Man movies. Uh, of course, you know, you know, you've seen them all, basically. This one picks up after part two, maybe uh, like a year or so after the after the uh, second movie. Um at the end of the second movie, we see Peter Parker finally getting Mary Jane, basically proposing to her. She leaves her husband at, or her fiance at the altar, runs to Peter Parker, and they're laying like a freaking web bed or some shit. Anyways, so this picks up right after that. Um, at this time, James Franco's character... Um, uh, what's his name? Osborne, Harry, Harry Osborne, not not, you know, Ozzy or Billy or whatever the fuck the other kid's name is. He knows Peter Parker, Spider Man. He knows Spider Man killed his dad, supposedly, but we all know at the end of the first movie, his dumbass killed himself. That stupid glider just 
Stabbed him through the heart. So, he is fueled with rage. He's fueled with vengeance. He's got, like, a vendetta. He's like, I'm going to... She's my friend, but you know what? He's, uh, at the end of the second movie, starts seeing uh, his dad kind of have those hallucinations. Kind of like the same way he was hallu- uh, his dad was hallucinating with the Green Goblin uh, mask or whatever. <clears throat> so, he... What does he do? He attacks Peter Parker. He attacks Spider-Man. And now he's decked out, and I think he, I think he takes that perform that gas that made his father into the Green Goblin, that performance like almost kind of like, uh, like superhero serum or something. So he's now the new Green Goblin, and I don't think they call him because in the comics they call him Green Goblin Two or the or Green Goblin or whatever. He he thinks he's back, but he's actually his son in the movie he takes on the moniker of new goblin instead of a glider he's got like this sweet snowboarding kind of hoverboard kind of kind of like what a hoverboard should be like from back to the future three or two not this stupid two wheels oh balancing a trip to fell merry christmas uh so and then he's got of course his little freaking halloween bombs all that shit um, he I don't know, I remember exactly how it happens but he fucks himself up where he's knocked out and he becomes like he starts have, he has amnesia he doesn't remember knowing Peter Parker's Spider-Man he doesn't know, remember his he, remember, he knows his dad is dead but he doesn't know that Peter Parker's responsible and he's just he's back to his old self he's like hey Pete what's up man oh man you're my best friend because after all the first movie and the second movie, there was this rift between the two because inside he knew he uh, Peter was uh, he I mean Harry he was uh, that Peter was was folks was responsible for his father's death or had something to do with it. Um. Then we're introduced, of course, we were introduced to Gwen Stacy, uh, whose father is. Um, the chief of police. Now, in the later trilogy, there the one after this one, uh, she plays a bigger role in that Spider-Man. Mary Jane, I don't even think she shows up. I think she was maybe supposed to show up or she might have showed up, but she has nothing. It, it, it's Gwen Stacy in the first one and the second one. No, I, you know what? I said trilogy. But there was only two Spider-Mans with Andrew Garfield. My bad. So, then we're introduced to Freddy... Uh, Freddy. Freddy Krueger. Introduced to Eddie Brock. I'm trying to... I'm I'm all over the place, y'all. Bear with me. Please. Give me a dollar. Give me a dollar. Four four. So, back to the story. Back to the story. Anyways, we meet Eddie Brock. Now... My history was Spider-Man, and I think, I think Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi kind of took more with the animated uh, series than more with the comic book or a mixture of the two. I'm not really sure how he did, but to me, it seemed like he took more from the the cartoon. As did I. As a kid, I grew up watching Fox Kids and Spider-Man, the animated series, or wasn't it just Spider-Man was on TV. And that's, I mean, I, always, I never thought Kingpin was a daredevil bad guy. Apparently, he wasn't even in the Spider-Man. I mean, he was a 
they shared bad guys or whatever, but he was mainly a daredevil villain than a Spider-Man villain. For some reason, they put him in the cartoon, and my dumb ass is like, oh, he's the bad guy from Spider-Man. So Eddie Brock obviously is this competitor uh, rival to Peter Parker. Peter Parker's been taking pictures of Spider-Man and selling them to the Daily Bugle for years. He's got um, report. He's got history. I don't know. So then Eddie Brock comes in. He, uh, I think at the time he's dating Gwen Stacy, but he's trying to be the new head honcho. He's trying to like, you know, like push his weight around. Now in the comic books, he's a, and I think in the, in the cartoon for sure. But I think in the comic books, he's kind of a buff kind of dude, you know, kind of broad shoulders, kind of like, yeah, kind of the obvious bully of maybe someone like Peter Parker size. In the movie, he's played by fucking Topher Grace. Now, if you know who Topher Grace is, you'll recognize him from that 70s show. He's done a lot of other movies since then and since this. Uh, but he's not really built as like uh, we would later see a Tom Hardy, who's kind of who's brought that Venom character, Eddie Brock character back to its kind of like, you know, manly kind of like rough and tough kind of. Uh, look and feel well in the coming in the movie he kind of grows a little bit bigger like the symbiote but i mean this is think about what it was like 2007 and it's the first take first installment maybe i don't know first take at these characters on screen when we see venom at the end of this movie it's it's almost sad it's like it's just it's it it takes a little bit and like the suit, like I don't even know where to start with this. The whole Venom deal, because let's just get into it. The black suit Spider-Man looks pretty cool, but it's not comic book and cartoon relevant. Like in the comics and in the cartoon, it's solid black with the white spider with actual white Spider-Man emblem on the chest. I mean, and then Venom when Venom takes because it's a symbiote did this this gooey shit that that covers peter parker in comics movie and uh, cartoon is an alien being uh from outer space now the cartoon and the movie don't go into it but in the comics there's a story behind this in the comics Peter Parker is basically drafted or picked to fight a secret intergalactic war with a bunch of other Marvel heroes. And then it's called the Secret Wars. Now, he uh, his suit gets damaged or he's get, he gets hurt or something like that. But he somehow comes into contact with a symbiote. Now, this being, it just it, it clings to a host and it it amplifies their it amplifies the host while ex- while uh, basically surviving on the host itself, like just trying to live. And so when it bonds to Spider-Man, it, I mean, it, it like, he's already super as it is, so it makes him a little bit better. And it also fucks with his head. Now in the cartoon, they don't mention the Secret Wars, but they do have the story of how the symbiote makes its way to Earth. Now, the symbiote hitches a ride on the spaceship of John Jameson's son, uh, 
spaceship, which is the character that Mary Jane was supposed to marry in the movies. And I think it's the same thing. It, it, it hitches a ride somehow. It doesn't, I don't know if it goes into detail, but it hitches a ride and it makes its way to earth. I can't remember if that was a meteorite. So anyway, it makes its way to earth. Not the way in the, not in the same way as in the comics. Now, Nerd alert. <laughs> See, when it cooks itself into Peter, like I said, it amplifies his powers, but it changed his suit to look just like he spray painted his fucking regular red and blue suit, you know, with a kind of, his suit kind of has like this outline, like a 3D, like if you touch it, you can like like it feels like 3D not like it's drawn or sewn into it like in the newer uh, Spider-Man excuse me uh, it's more like 3D printed kind of like you can tell the difference and when the symbiote bonds to Spider-Man he's like just it, look, it just looks like he spray painted it black and then they gave the legs on the Spider-Man emblem like longer hooky kind of feel that's what it looks like to me does not go with the classic look, solid black and white spider emblem, which I think they missed the boat on that. And it then when Peter finally gets rid of it and it finds its way to Eddie, it just has the same memory of it, but it doesn't make him bigger. It doesn't make him look like this monster from the movie, from the cartoon and the comic book. It just makes him look like a little, like a just the black spider-man with a mouth and you see it when he like you only see him like a handful of times which a lot of people were pissed off because it's venom man venom's this this cult following badass anti-hero that we just has evolved in the comics throughout the years and it's history and it's like they finally did it right uh recently in the last couple of years when the the new venom movie came out with uh tom hardy but this was the first time he was on screen, so we wanted to see that raw fucking venom, that fucking monster, you know. And we got, hey guys, rah, I'm gonna kidnap your girlfriend. Rah. This weird looking fucking uh, uh, critter looking motherfucker, and it's uh, people were just really what the fuck. Too many heroes in this movie, if you ask me, because a lot of well. Who was the other villain? Well, yeah, there was three of them. Cause yeah, we got New Goblin, Venom, and Sandman. Now, Sandman, you would think would be the primary villain for this movie, cause he was all over the promos and trailers and all that. And then, of course, you see the Black Spider-Man, and you're automatically Venom. You're already already thinking Venom's gonna be in it. Then they kind of like shove Green Goblin's son in the beginning. So there's three villains too many you know if there's anything we can learn from superhero comic book movies when you add more than one villain it dilutes a lot of the feel because you're 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 trying to concentrate on all this one and that one and this one and then you're like playing the show game and you know simple batman 89 one one bad guy joker boom try and then they no, oh, let's put two villains, <laughs> Penguin and Catwoman. Uh, okay, we'll give you a little bit, yeah. Okay, let's do the same thing. And then for Batman and Robin, they put Bane. It was just a shit show. So, 
Sandman, we've come to find out, is the quote-unquote person who shot Uncle Ben. Now, the whole story of Spider-Man, or at least, you know, I don't know about the new Spider-Man, but the whole story of Spider-Man is uh, Uncle Ben, he, uh, he loses his uncle, and he feels responsible for it because he kind of, he kind of just, he, if he handed and needed him to give him a ride or pick him up, he wouldn't have been in that situation that got him killed. And he lied to his family. He said, oh, I'm going to be at the library. I'm going to be studying. And he was out fucking playing with Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> he feels guilty. He feels responsible. So to find out that the man who was actually responsible. See, he already fucked up the dude he thought was responsible in part one. He wasn't the one that shot him. Sandman shot him. Now the Sandman escapes prison. And he makes his way into some... For some reason, the fucking scientists in this world have to be doing all kinds of weird, crazy shit. Like Dr. Octopus was fucking making like a, a, a miniature sun. And now these motherfuckers are trying to like... F- uh, pull out molecules from sand or some shit. He gets caught in this contraption that turns him into Sandman. So he, he, he his body and his molecules and stuff, he can turn into sand. He can turn his hand and uh, into hammers and, and, and shapeshift and stuff and kind of get through crevices and like, oh, he's like a ghost. And so he's, and so Peter finds this stuff out and he's pissed. So he goes after him. As regular Spider-Man, this is before he gets uh, the symbiote. Punches right through him, fucking dust, like, doesn't know how to react. And then he beats him, he knocks him out, whatever, boom. Well, once he has the symbiote, he kind of gets his revenge a little bit better off. and But still, he uh, uh, Sandman escapes. Then, you know, like I said, you had more bad guys whatever so now he's gotten rid of the symbiote it made its way into Eddie Brock Eddie Brock and and while he has the symbiote let's get this out of the way because I know y'all are waiting for this fucking this nugget this meme making moment dancing Peter Parker this emo looking motherfucker (laughs) starts dancing has this confidence and this like yeah I'm the man. I'm Peter Parker. I'm the Spider-Man. Uh. Dancing in the streets. Dan- or he wasn't dancing in the streets. Yeah, he was dancing. He was dancing in the... in the Because uh, he's trying to get Mary Jane back. So he's, But he's also into this Gwen Stacy chick. Or she's into him. And that's another reason why Eddie Brock doesn't like him. He, Eddie Brock got... Or while he's in symbiote mode. Black Spider-Man. You know, Rico emo mode. Whatever. He steals his chick. And he gets Eddie Brock fired. So now Eddie Brock's like, fuck Peter Parker. I don't like this motherfucker. He did. He took my girl. He took my job. Ugh. So when Peter Parker realizes what's going on, you know, he got to get rid of this. This is turning him. It's like it's, it's turning him into a piece of shit. He goes to the top of the church tower and he he realizes how he I mean, he. The bell starts ringing, and that's how the symbiote can at- detach itself is loud noises and vibration. So he's able to get free of the symbiote, and it makes its way down. And who's at the church praying for vengeance? Eddie Brock. 
He's sitting there praying to God that he hopes Peter Parker gets his Lord, which is pretty fucked up. You're praying, <laughs> you're praying to God to fuck somebody up. That's like you're at the wrong church, brother. He, the symbiote makes his way to him. He turns into scrawny venom. Let's just call him Gremlin, Venom, whatever, Gremlin. It's so fucking sad. So, Dancing Spider-Man, I just, I can't even get into it. But I know he does, he's just trying to get Mary Jane jealous or trying to get her back. And that's a whole other can of worms. So, and during this whole time, Mary Jane is talking to, um, I was going to say James, James Franco, but he's talk, she's talking to Harry. Harry's getting his memory back and realizes, oh, yeah, we used to date. What's up? Hey, Mary Jane, what's up? Remember, you know, used to knock boots before, you know, you went with oh, Peter. Peter over there. He's getting his memory back, and he realizes he can really hurt Peter by, uh, and he knows that they're having a rift or whatever, so he knows he can get to him emotionally by getting with Mary Jane. Dick move, but I mean, come on. James Franco looks like a fucking dick that would do that shit. So, but he's, like I said, he's getting his memory back and blah, blah, blah. Somehow or another, later down the way in the movie, almost close to the end, uh, Venom finds Sandman. Talks to Sandman. They have, they hatch this plan of how to get Peter Parker. We know how to get him. We know how to get Spider-Man. It's team up. Yeah, like all the other bad guys in the previous comic book movies. Okay, let's team up, bro. So they team up. Spider-Man, of course, I think it was two or maybe it was this one where he kind of like quits being Spider-Man. I think it was two. But he comes back, of course. Um, Starts to fight Sandman first. Now, Sandman becomes this... And, of course, if you're going to fight Sandman, you got to be in a construction site. So, let's fight where there's sand. I mean, let's fight on the beach. Motherfucker grows to be, like, 50 feet tall and roar, starts fighting with each other. Excuse me. Figures out a way. Mm, another one. Figures out a way how to defeat Sandman. And just before he starts to give his blows, here comes Venom. Now, Venom's... Uh, figured out Mary, who Mary Jane was, so he kidnapped her, put her in a car, all twined up, and in, in so apparently Venom has a, a web memory because now, because if we all, if you all know, Spider Man has made a contraption now in the comics and in the cartoon, he has uh, web shooters. In this universe, for some reason, Sam Raimi made it uh, his part of his anatomy, just like a regular spider would make spider webs out of their body. Why wouldn't a Spider-Man do that? He makes spider <laughs> comes out of his wrist. Do that one more time. So, for whatever reason, the symbiote, I guess, remembers or takes a bit of his host's DNA or whatever and, of course, uh, forms this venom for the new host. Now, like I said, it's it's basically the black Spider-Man with the mouth and... Come with teeth, uh, sharp teeth. Does that crap and makes his own black webs. Or uh, I know in the comics and I think in the cartoon he he would shoot him. I remember he would shoot him through the like the top of his fist, which was and there was always like a little white square on his wrist. He would. It was pretty cool, but uh, I think in the movie he does it through the wrist. I'm not sure. Of 
course, I'm going. I'm coming from memory and Wikipedia. <laughs> so, first of all, let's see where we're at, and have I been dropping any frames? We're at thirty minutes. Damn. So, uh, back to because we're um, we're almost done. This motherfucker again uses Mary Jane as bait. She, of course, is rescued. Peter Parker or Spider Man. Beats off Venom. Ha! Beats up. Beats Venom up. Uh, saves saves her. And then when he finally remembers how he got rid of the symbiote from himself, he starts, you know, making these noises with the pipes and and uh, he starts. He puts him in like this pipe, <laughs> this pipe jail, and starts ring ring like making all this ruckus. And and finally it um. It allows him to separate from Eddie Brock. At the same time, he has, because um, of course Harry is back being new Goblin and this and that. And for a brief second, he helps. I mean, I will say for a brief second, he actually does help Peter Parker. I forgot about that. He helps Peter Parker uh, fight Sandman and these guys. Uh, while Peter Parker fights one, he fights the others. He teams up. He kind of redeems himself. But at the same time, this motherfucker dies. Um, but not at his own hands. He does it to save Peter Parker. Um, Venom tries to kill uh, Spider-Man with the glider. Because the glider has like these forks. Harry jumps in front of it. Gets himself killed. And, and of course, Peter Parker's just heartbroken. He's like, this is his best friend. He finally got him back. He lost him. And then now he's back again. Blah, blah, blah. Very heartbreaking. Uh, we find out that Sandman didn't shoot Uncle Ben on purpose. It was an accident. He did hold him up. He did rob him or try to hold him up for his car because he was. they were leaving. They robbed the, the wrestling promoter and this and that. And throughout the with all, with all the ruckus going on, he gets distracted, accidentally pulls the trigger. Uncle Ben is shot. He feels bad. He's like, "I fucked up." But what what could he do? He's a bad guy. He just shot somebody. He's, he runs. Um, while he does that, he re, he sort of redeems himself in a way. Like he just he, Peter Parker forgives him, and then he just kind of like floats away in the wind. Now, when I initially saw this movie in theaters, of course. The fucking movie theater was going through like a, uh, oh my god, what would you call it? A storm? I don't know. But y'all don't want to hear about that shit. This movie has been a thorn in my side for months. I re I should rewatch it. Yeah, I should have done that before I did this. Shoot from the hip, y'all. Shoot from the mental uh, picture I have of uh, that stupid. Ugh. Dancing emo. Um, I really have nothing else to say about that other than I really got to go to the bathroom. So, with that being said, I want to thank you. Stay tuned for the outro. This live stream is done. Check out the episode. Check it out. Search for Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. I really got pissed, guys. (laughs) Peace. Hey, guys. Taking a quick break from the episode to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Hope your day was full of food, fun, and football. Don't forget the leftovers. So, from me, Nicho, host of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn, to you and yours, have a happy Thanksgiving. And don't forget 
There's pie in the fridge, fool. Go get you some pumpkin pie. Pecan pie. Apple pie. Oh, man, I just want some freaking pie. Oh, yeah. Cakes and pies. Cakes and pies. That is it, y'all. That is the episode. I want to thank you again for checking it out, downloading all the podcast apps, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever else it's on there. Um, if you checked out this, the actual Twitch video and stream, I appreciate that too. I'm going to try and do a little bit more of those in the future, trying to broaden my horizons, as I said, and uh, trying to do... Uh, some random Twitch streams of me playing old school video games. I used to do that uh, actually last year and I had kind of quit doing that but I'm going to try to get back into doing some fun stuff. Again, I don't think I I did a little bit shilling of uh, the Patreon. If you would please just at Patreon uh, you'll get all the mini episodes that I did from the past today as of right now actually i'm going to be releasing the season two cobra kai review and i'm still working on the harry potter one uh it's coming it's coming um i think that's about it i I mean of course go check out teespring store use that promo code mask it's good until the end of february type in capital m-a-s-k get 25 percent off your order from masks net gaiters hoodies shirts tank top baby onesies oh man what else i got there mugs stickers um of course there's my co-host in the back of course again i want to thank you for listening to me bitch and moan and gripe whatever uh hit me up on twitter tell me if you didn't like the episode tell me if you liked the episode give me suggestions um, I'm always down to talk about whatever anybody else would want to talk about I am actually I'm still working on the episode I did with Everett uh, where we talked about the Lost Boys I didn't have to give too much away but I hadn't really seen it from beginning to end I know right what a piece of shit I am uh, finally did it uh, recently within a couple months or so with Halloween going on uh Due to some, I don't know if it was on my end or his end, his, uh, we were having some audio issues. I'm going through it piece by piece, editing it out and trying to raise and if not cut what's not necessary and just stick to us talking about Lost Boys. I'm doing a lot of editing on that. I'm taking my time. Everett, if you're listening to this, I apologize. I wanted to get it out there before Halloween. Obviously, we're just on in a couple more, yeah, another week or so from uh, Thanksgiving. So... My bad. Uh, other than that, uh, I just hope everybody's out there take being safe, being cautious, whether you believe in the pandemic or not, whatever your political views. Um, this ain't a political show. This ain't one you listen to me if you this. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. Just like I'm here. I'm out here doing what I'm doing me for my family, as I'm assuming y'all are doing the same. Uh, take care of yourself take care of each other you know don't take tomorrow don't take tomorrow and today for granted uh, or don't take today well, what the fuck I'm trying to say you know what I mean tomorrow's never promised just to remember that tell people you love you love them give them a hug that way you don't live in regret peace love chicken grease spoony love from up above
If you ain't laughing, you ain't living. That's coming from me to you. It's until the next episode. Peace.